Good morning, church family. My name is Derek Jones, and I'm here for Devotionables. It is um, brief devotions for busy people. I'm excited to be sharing this word with you this morning. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And just doing a little quick rewind, if we look at where things left off in chapter 8, we have Paul who is sending Titus to the church in Corinth. And the focus here is about fulfilling a promise of a generous gift um, that, that is expectant you know, within the church. And so as we start to dig into chapter 9, um, again, we begin with a reminder of a commitment that the church has made. It's a very generous commitment. If we look at the backdrop of where the church is at today, um, I think the, the church that we see described in Acts is probably a really good jumping off point where you see Christianity spreading like wildfire. And a lot of that spreading is through generous giving where brother and sister were living uh, very much with shared resources. Everything they were doing was in service to the gospel. And this was dramatically different from everything else that was happening, whether culturally, religiously, uh, in, in terms of nation. They were moving very much away from individualism to this collectivism. And that was one of the most exciting things about Christianity. So when we look at chapter 9, in verse 5 specifically, um, we see uh, the word says, So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to visit you in advance and finish the arrangements for the generous gift that you had promised. Then it will be ready as a generous gift, not one grudgingly given. So we first start to see the heart of giving uh, in, in Paul's letter here to the Corinthians. He wants not just the gift that was promised. He's also, you know, speaking directly to their hearts. He doesn't want a gift that's extricated, that's pulled out of them. He wants a gift that is generously given. And there's blessings that are talked about in chapter 9 based on the heart of giving. So when we look at giving as a whole, I think it's really important for us to remember, and, and uh, it's very clear here in the text, God doesn't need our money. God um, doesn't just want our money. What he wants is a people that are obedient in every aspect of our life. God wants our hearts, and by extension, he wants to rule over every aspect of our life, especially and including our finances. So when we look at verses 6 through 9, we see really what's the heart of giving as described in this chapter. Uh, it says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly, will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. I know there's fear that the Corinthians faced um, during this time, and I'm sure there's fear that we face in our lives, that if we're giving, we're stretching ourselves, there's fear that we're going to be taken care of uh, on the other side. This is a promise uh, for, directly from God that whoever sows sparingly is going to reap sparingly, but if you sow generously, you're going to reap generously, and, and God loves a cheerful and generous giver. 
these are timeless uh, reminders around the truth of giving. And again, something that isn't just applicable to the church then, but also very much to the church now. And we look then to verse 10, we start to get a, a, bitter, a bigger picture of what I would describe as God's economy. Um, it says, now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way so you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Our generosity is our participation, an aspect of our participation in kingdom building. And again, God wants us to be generous, and he is committed that if we are um, sowing generously, he's going to also supply us generously. Now, I, I want to be careful because I think there's um, maybe a, a tendency, you know, within especially American Christianity to interpret this in a way that it's unintended. This isn't talking about material goods. It's not just talking about if we're generous givers that God's going to get a, give us all the, the things that we would consider like earthly excess. This is really um, meant to be interpreted in a kingdom context that when we're giving generously and, and um, there's sowing that's done very generously, that uh, the, the, the benefits that are reaped really are, are done so in a kingdom context. We're building the kingdom, and as a part of that participation, um, we're going to be blessed spiritually, not so much materially. Um, and then I, I want to finish with just looking at, uh, towards the end of this chapter, 12 and 13, it says, This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of God's people, but it's also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, men will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and everyone else. Again, that obedience is a direct way that we get to express and participate in God's kingdom. And um, it, it says here directly in 13 that because of that service, uh, speaking to the Corinthians, by which you proved yourself, men are going to praise God for that obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel. This is action in addition to just faith. It's not just uh, us speaking to the commitment that we want to make in this context about giving, but it's also about um accompanying that that proclamation with action and um, the the people here are going to be blessed because of it again god wants to work through every aspect of our lives especially our giving and our finances the places that might be hardest to give up to him and when we are generous in our giving it's an acknowledgement of god's control in our lives our belief in God's promise, as demonstrated in verse 11, that he's going to make us rich in every way so we can be generous. And it's a, a good reminder of our part and our participation in a global church. Thank you all.